Hey there, how's it going? It's your host Andrew and the audio guy Josh from Blocks and Talks. We discuss about the world of Lego, from reviews of the latest sets to discussions about the hobby itself and even trending news within the community. This week, we're joined by Steve, one of the winners of the Lego Ideas Test Lab Challenge and creator of the Greenhouse Vignette. We're going to have a wonderful talk with him and learn a lot more about the set and himself. Hope you enjoy and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Blocks and Talks. So today I'm joined with uh, Steve here, who actually won the Lego Ideas Test Lab contest and is the creator of the Greenhouse Vignette. How are you doing today, Steve? Doing well. How about you? Too bad. You know, it's just a Saturday morning. We're chilling, enjoying what we love best. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I think it goes without saying, first off, a huge congratulations to you on having your set like announced and chosen. I've seen it everywhere and you should be really proud. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm super pumped about it. And I really want to dive in and learn more about all of this. So usually with interviews, we love to like have a couple questions about you, the person first. So if you don't mind, like you want to just talk about your experience with Lego, like how did it all start for you? How did it like, develop and how's it looking now? Sure. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I've got three older brothers. So growing up, I played with a lot of their hand-me-down sets <laughs> before I started getting my own um stuff i was into i was into knight's kingdom uh one and two bionicle star wars pirates you know all those all those classic ones they were definitely my favorite toy as a kid and all my friends were into them as well i mean what kid wasn't yeah um so we were always anytime we were hanging out you know we were building legos or trying to come up with lego board games um all that fun stuff <laughs> mm-hmm, so um, yeah oh yeah keep going. Oh, yeah Sorry. Uh, yeah, so I, I sold a lot of them, um, a lot of my Legos when I was around 13 or 14, that age where I was too cool for them. Mm-hmm. Um, wish I hadn't had some cool stuff, but I got back into them around 18, the, a Spider-Man that big Marvel fans so kind of pulled me back in. <laughs> cool. And I, I guess based on what you're saying, you were big around like early 2000s, like era themes and stuff like that. Is that like what you say your foundation yeah. is? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. That's what I grew up on. My favorite stuff too. Um, Some cool stuff back then. Oh yeah, they were experimenting left and right with all these wacky things that they would never try today. Definitely. Yeah, so is there a favorite set of all time for you, you'd say, like from your experience? And I guess um, just to keep it easier, a set that you've owned, we'll, we'll keep it like that. Sure. Um, <clears throat> it's actually a recent one. And it's a tough choice. It wasn't like the most enjoyable build experience. It got a little repetitive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd have to say the Daily Bugle. Um, again, I'm a huge Marvel fan and yeah. I love minifigures. So the Daily Bugle having all these awesome Marvel characters in it. Uh, if there was only ever one Lego set I could own, it would be that one. <laughs> yeah, I was actually talking about it with Josh before. He's also a huge Marvel guy. And yeah, I think he was saying how like there's tons of like cool mini references. So it's like, you're just getting Definitely. everything about Spider-Man packed into like one compact, like really cool looking build. Plus, just this massive tower looks pretty awesome. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't disagree with that one. Like, I'm not the biggest Marvel guy, but if I were to like take a Marvel set, that is like my go-to. 
So would you say you're more of like, uh, I've probably know the answer to this already, but would you say you're more of like a set collector and like builder or more of like a mock and custom guy? Um, more of a set collector right now, but been getting into building my own stuff, uh, especially recently, uh, obviously with the, the green yeah. vignette. Um, and then, you know, I've been just building some other stuff digitally and physically and posting some online here and there. Um, so primarily sets right now. Been getting into them. Sounds very well-rounded. So you're like the all-around you. Oh, yeah. All righty. So that's cool. And obviously, let's focus on the elephant in the room, the star of the show, your greenhouse vignette. So if you haven't heard already, Dave here won the LEGO Ideas Test Lab Contest. And I guess before we keep diving into it, just for like some viewers that aren't familiar with it, you want to just like break down what this whole contest is? Sure. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. It was an invite-only contest through LEGO Ideas. Um, they didn't say what the exact criteria was to get an invitation, but uh, based on other people that were invited, it looks like it was uh, 10,000 club members um, or people that had won previous contests. Uh, I was a contest winner on a previous contest last summer through the, uh, it was the 90th anniversary celebrations um, for the Lego house. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was one of the winners on there. There was like 75. Uh, so I think that is what got me invited to this contest. And then the test lab contest, uh, there was <clears throat> a lot of criteria on the build. Uh, there was a specific palette you could use. You could only use 150 to 200 people. You had to make it customizable or show how it could be customized. Uh, had to be fun for kids and adults. So there was a lot of a lot of stuff going on with it. <laughs> okay, it just almost sounds like one of those like con like what is it called those cooking challenges where it's like you got X amount of time, this this many ingredients, you got to cook this except Lego yes. form. Yeah, wow, that yeah. sounds really specific. Like you had to meet all those criteria and. Specific, but also vague. Like they mm -hmm. they didn't give many examples. And um, traditionally, on Lego ideas, when there's like challenges and contests, you can see the other entries, um, which I think they wanted to avoid specifically with this one, so that you weren't biased by what other people were making or biased by what they showed you. I think they really wanted to leave it open ended like that. And I think that kind of comes through if you look at the. Uh, winner announcement because i was one of nine selected mm -hmm. and it's just it's a big variety um yeah. very very different entries and some really cool ones that i just wouldn't have thought of myself so i think it's kind of cool the way they did that yeah i i can't even imagine like following all those constraints on top of only a limited amount of bricks like so they they just say like give you like a sheet list like oh this many bricks or these type of bricks this color you can use or was it like how'd that look um, it was actually a a file that you downloaded um, from their test lab website for the studio program. Mm -hmm. um, and then in the studio program, you just select that palette and then it restricts you to only those pieces. So you can't change the color. You can't go add other pieces. Um, you could only pick pieces from that palette. Wow. Um, yeah, it was it was a decent enough by diverse palette um there was some interesting pieces in there obviously a lot of foliage and greenery pieces which i made use of um mm. excuse me uh there were some pieces though that like uh 
a white hinge plate that didn't, or I'm sorry, a white wedge plate that didn't have the opposite wedge plate in the palette. Um, I actually did make use of that in the winterized version, just for fun. But yeah. there were some like hinge plates that didn't have a hinge brick and. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing this is probably be a, like a long process, but let's just start from like the beginning. You just got invited to the contest. You just saw all this, and you're about to begin. You want to just talk about like your process, like how do you even like know where to start, what you do to like really form your first idea. So they gave us the palette, um, I think a week ahead of time, and just said, you know, familiar, familiarize yourself with Studio if you haven't, which I'd, I've been using Studio for maybe two years at this point, so I'm decently familiar with it. Um, so they said, kind of familiarize, familiarize yourself with the palette and the program. So I just started digging around, seeing what pieces were available to get an idea, but they hadn't announced what the contest was going to be at that point. Um, so it was about a week of just tinkering around, seeing what was in there, trying to guess what the contest was going to be. And then they announced it and I was like, man, this is tough. <laughs> so <laughs> I would just kind of sit at my computer looking through the pieces and be like, I don't know what I'm going to build. Um, and it was a couple weeks before I came up with something. Uh, I knew I wanted to build like a, a building because I... I prefer like locations and buildings versus like ships and cars. Yeah. Um, so that was where my mindset was. Um, and then looking at the greenery pieces and then also the uh, masonry bricks, there was a lot of different color variations in those. So I thought, hey, I could build a greenhouse. And then uh, looking at the greenery, there was like, you know, bright green and dark green and olive green. It's like, okay, that'd be fun. I could make like different seasons. Um, so first I just started with uh, one greenhouse design and worked my way through that and then eventually came up with the uh, seasonal variations with a few uh, design phases mm. and how long do they give you i know like they said they give you a week to like just shuffle around but how long was the contest like time frame from um i forget exactly i think it was a month or six weeks so it was, it was a decently long time. I know some people, you, you were allowed to submit multiple designs. Um, props to those that did. I It took me that long to think of just the one design <laughs> and get it right. So um, I saw some other people, you know, in the in the blog post share designs they submitted. And I was I was impressed with what they came up with, for sure. Uh, there was some cool. Hey, quality over quantity. All you need is just one to win. Yeah, I, I suppose that's true. <laughs> And how how long would you say like each week would you put into this project? We'll, we'll say in hours. Um, for the first couple of weeks, it was just a lot of sitting there staring at the screen thinking. But I would do that, you know, I'll have a show or something on. Um, so probably hard to quantify. I think overall on the the whole project, I spent maybe twelve or fifteen hours designing it. Um, but then I. After the first design, I gathered up bricks that I had physically to try and build it and built that first design. And I was like, okay, this is not working. Um, so then went back to design it digitally. And then after the second design, did the same thing and still had some issues. Um, so it was, you know, first a lot of thinking and then some building. I'm sorry, some designing, then some building, then designing. Um, 
building. Um, so it was, yeah, I'd say probably 12 to 15 hours total on design and then a few more hours gathering, trying to build changes. Pretty nice. And how many iterations do you think you went through of like just designing? I think it was three. Um, that, that first one I built was missing um, basically the whole left wall. Um, and so it's funny because as you're building it, um, I'm thinking to myself, like, yeah, I know how Lego works pretty well. So this will be perfect. There's no issues with it. It'll be great. And then I built it with my bricks and I had to make some substi- some substitutions because I didn't have everything available. Um, but I built it up and I was like, wow, this, this kind of sucks. <laughs> so um, and then that happened with the second one. It was a little better, um, but there were still some issues. Um, so I, I think three main design phases. And then I went through and came up with seasonal. So it seems like you were pretty set. Like once you took the time to really think about what you want to build, only like three iterations. Like so, you were like pretty set on like the general idea of it, and at that point, it just came down to like perfecting it. For sure, yeah. Just wanted to get it right. Hmm. Um. So I know you kind of alluded to it in like your previous uh, answers, but. What like specific challenges or lessons learned did you like experience or face throughout this entire like process? Um, yeah, so kind of what I mentioned about um, building it physically. Um, I built it digitally and thought, yeah, this will work great. And then uh, built it physically and like, okay, this isn't actually working as great as I thought. Um, and this is the first time that I've built one of my digital creations out of physical bricks. Um, and Granted, I didn't have all the exact bricks available, but similar enough ones that it was fine in that aspect. But yeah. built it and was not happy with it, so I had to go back and redesign it. And uh, I'd say that is definitely one thing I'll keep in mind for future digital designs um, and especially contests is building it physically to make sure that the thing actually works. Um, I've seen some very cool... Um, digital designs online that people have posted and uh, at some point it just kind of becomes a a cool image not something you can actually build Um, and i've definitely learned that with this Um, as small of a build as it is there was just stuff that went wrong so i'd say definitely test your builds test your techniques um, out of physical bricks if you come up with something cool digitally test it to make sure it works before building your whole model around it because then you're going to have to go back and adjust a lot of stuff which is what i had to do yeah i would definitely agree with that tech doesn't always display some like the challenges or little things you don't notice about with like a physical build and i think that's just all the more credit to lego designers for somehow finding that fantastic balance of looks build and playability flash stability and yeah i guess that makes me appreciate like the entire design process from anyone a lot more for sure and along with that, would you say, uh, if you don't mind like sharing any little secrets, did you like discover any like really cool or like unique building techniques from making this thing? Or was this like pretty standard, you stuck to your guns kind of knowledge? Um, there was just one very cool uh, connection that I was real happy with um, right at the top of the vignette. Um, actually, let me pull up a picture just so I don't... Uh... Uh, but right at the top of the door, there is uh, some hinges that allow the roof to go at that like 45 degree angle, yeah. or whatever angle. Um, 
Um, so there's some hinges there, and then there's some little cheese slope bricks right in there. And on the first design, I didn't have those cheese slopes, and there was kind of a gap, and uh, it looked a little goofier. Um, but on this second design, those cheese slopes are actually sitting on like a two by two modified plate with those studs on the side. Yeah. And so that on that height, and then two plates on the hinge uh, on the hinge bricks uh, made that cheese slope pretty flow seamlessly into the into that top roof line. Um, so I think that turned out really cool. I'm real happy with how that worked out. The right little bit to make the flawless connection. It's cool. Absolutely. Yeah, and just for the listeners, of course, we'll be linking a link to his project so you can get an idea of what it looks like if you haven't already. But it will be hitting the shelves eventually. So sooner or later, you'll see it. And let's move on to like the post product, like after you won and all that stuff. You want to just like talk about like, I, what? How did like Lego contact you about all this? Uh, what did that entire thing look like? Um, so it was uh, I was contacted through email, and I am notoriously bad at checking my email. Um, I don't know how many thousands of odd red emails I have in my inbox as people <laughs> do, um, but very bad at checking my email. I almost missed the initial email. They had reached out for more information. Um, they wanted the files from my variations make sure that those were uh, you know, following the same restrictions that the main build was yeah. um, so i sent those over i almost missed that uh, then was uh, worried that that, that was going to disqualify me but obviously it did not so i would say if anyone is uh, entering in a contest especially lego ideas contest uh, check your email <laughs> yeah i guess that's another lesson learned <laughs> check your email yes so yeah, they basically contacted you, asked you about more details, you sent it, and then I guess eventually they just said, picked you as one of the winners? Yep. Yeah, I found out um, maybe a month ago, uh, and it was hard to keep it a secret because uh, yeah, you can't talk about it until it's announced publicly. Uh, very hard to keep it a secret. It was very exciting uh, and super pumped when it was finally announced uh, last week or two weeks ago, whenever that was been very yeah i can't imagine that just trying to hold off like big achievement and not like you'd want to share it with the community but you just gotta wait yep <laughs> and like what kind of like benefits do you get from this now like do you get something from being one of the winners i'd assume so the coolest part for me is just having this official lego set out there that i designed um now it's not like an official set per se, because it's not going to be sold at stores or in a box. It's going to be through the Pick a Brick website. Um, but it's it's going to have my picture. It's going to have so I'll have that credit, which is just really cool knowing that that's out there. I designed it. Um, people can buy it, and hopefully I'll see people post pictures of it or show ways they customized it. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. Okay. Um, aside cool. from that, there was a a one time payment to all the creators. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about how much it was, so I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, but, I'll leave it at that, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's cool. Uh, so I take back my earlier comment. You might not see it on shelves, but you will see it online on Pick a Brick when you inevitably go to there. Yes, yep, yeah. it'll be on there. I definitely see myself picking this up as like a little thing to have by my desk. But at the very least, you know you'll have me. <laughs> well, that's that's good enough. Yeah, so... 
do you know is this so i think the other thing i was going to ask is does this follow like star, standard lego ideas designs where like after you submit it they kind of like go through and make, kind of like build it on their own and add their own twist or is this like the raw products we're going to get at the end um i i don't know for sure i believe they will be uh finalizing the designs um making sure like everything is up to their standards um so i i want to say that they will be making adjustments so i don't know for sure if this is the final version um but i i would assume it'll be pretty close but we'll see i'm, I'm anxious to see uh very excited to see how it turns out and to pick it up myself <laughs> oh i can't imagine yeah and i guess just to start wrapping things up let's look a little bit towards the future and do you see yourself like consistently doing more contests that like make a presence in the community as like a custom builder and stuff or is this like your one shot at the ring and you're gonna call it there kind of thing no i definitely definitely want to do more with it um i did make an instagram so if anyone wants to follow me on there uh, my name is that one guy underscore steve um so i'm gonna be posting just stuff i build or you know anything lego related on there um i've got a current lego ideas submission um, that you can go and support. It's called Day at the Farm. It's a little display of an apple orchard and a pumpkin farm. Um, I would love to eventually get a set up to 10,000 votes and have it be made into a real full-on LEGO Ideas set. I think that would be one of the coolest things. Um, so this is a really cool kind of stepping stone to that. Um, but definitely a lot more in my LEGO future. So if anyone out there wants to follow along, that'd be awesome. Yeah, make sure you guys follow. We'll be sure to link his uh, Lego Ideas link in the description. So be sure to check out and support that. And one last thing for any aspiring or future builder. What is like the one, number one most important tip you would leave for them in their like building? We'll call it careers. Um, it sounds really cliche, but I would say just keep building. Um, building official sets uh, helps you learn like new techniques that you just wouldn't think of on your own and building your own stuff physically or digitally just helps you improve your own building techniques and come up with your own style. Um, it really is Lego building really is a, a type of art form and can improve your artistic abilities without practice. So just keep trying different stuff and building different stuff and see what you can come up with. And I think that's really the main thing you can do to just improve. So I'd say stick with building. Alrighty. Well, thanks a ton for your time, Steve. Once again, a huge congratulations to you. And I really look forward to seeing this. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on the show. Yep. And guys, thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Blocks and Talks. And yeah, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, or whatever you do. Till next time, guys. Thank you.